405-635-9499 or visit affordabledoor.net, the official garage door company of the Sooners. Are you ready for fall sports, outstanding deals, and of course, more delicious chicken? Call the 12th Avenue Chick-fil-A in Norman at 405-310-3189. It would be our pleasure to serve you, whether dining in, carrying out, catering, or delivering delightfulness to your front door. Boxed meals to nugget trays to gallons of lemonade and iced tea. We have plenty to offer this fall, including the brand new honey pepper pimento sandwich with the caramel crumble milkshake. Call 405-310-3189 and remember, eat more chicken. What is dedication? My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between. I think a parent's job is to protect our children but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Stop looking and start booking your game day hotel at NCED Conference Center and Hotel. We have great game day specials, classic queen bed or king bedrooms, premium king rooms, and a variety of classic and premium suites to choose from. Just click nced-hotel.com or call 405-447-9000. Enjoy the Sooners and stay at NCED Hotel, located on Highway 9, just 10 minutes east of Bowen Field. Call today to reserve your game day hotel, 405-447-9000, or online at nced-hotel.com. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's time to get locked in to the best Sooner recruiting and football news with Tyler McComas and Parker Thune. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Text the show on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Do it! Just do it! Now, with Locked In, here's Tyler McComas and Parker Thune. Well, welcome in on this four-star Friday. And when you look at OU's 2024 class right now, it's interesting. The number one player in the state of Oklahoma is committed, Danny Okoye. The number one player internationally, internationally, Daniel Akinkumi, is committed. The number one player in Kansas, Michael Boganowski, is going to decide in six days. And all signs there are pointing towards OU. And might they have a chance at the number one player in the state of Iowa, Grant Bricks? I don't know. Parker Thune might have a better idea of that later on uh, today. But this is a four-star Friday, so the featured athlete today is indeed Grant Bricks there in the state of Iowa. Yeah, man, I'm eager to see him on a Friday night, eager to see him in pads, 11-on-11 uh, action, because I've been out to Logan, Iowa on numerous occasions, have not yet been out there for a game. So – to be a fun opportunity. Uh, also, obviously, looking forward to catching up with Bricks, getting the skinny on where things stand in his process. But, man, it's just been so quiet and so motionless within the confines of this recruitment for the last, I would say, two, two and a half months. So nothing has really changed. Nothing's really happening behind the scenes. There is no new scuttlebutt. The kid himself is only talking to these coaching staffs about once a week, so 
It's anybody's guess where he ends up, but Oklahoma's got a shot here down the stretch. What are the chances you uh, <laughs> you write a story coming back from Iowa that has quotes like, uh-huh, when you ask him uh, when his <laughs> announcement – hey, uh, Brick said, uh-huh, quotes uh, when he was asked about his decision date, how he feels about OU, where he's at with OU Nebraska – yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully that that doesn't happen. Are, are, are we at least safe to say, with all of the unknowns in this recruitment, and as you pointed out, there's a lot. Is it safe to say that this is really OU and Nebraska, or do we have to entertain the thought of Kansas State still at this point? I think you do still have to entertain the thought of Kansas State, and there was a time where this looked like a purely OU Nebraska battle. But I know from the Kansas State side that there has been. I, I wouldn't say an increased degree of confidence because there's much in the dark as anybody with this whole process. But Kansas State offensive line coach Connor Riley was up there for Bricks's game two weeks ago, so it hasn't been all that long since they checked in with him personally. And you don't you don't go to a kid's game unless you think there's a shot you're going to get him. So Kansas State is very obviously being told things by the Bricks camp that leads them to believe they still have a shot. So I. I still look at it as a three-team race right now. I feel as though Oklahoma has the inside track. But, again, I think the patience from Oklahoma's side is going to be significantly less than the patience from Nebraska and Kansas State because Kansas State knows, okay, you land bricks, that's the biggest commit in the cycle for you by a long shot. So you're going to leave the light on for them. Same deal with Nebraska, man. That program's floundering. They need – they need to reestablish a local identity on their roster, and you also just need maulers up front on the offensive line. They're going to wait it out with bricks. But from Oklahoma's perspective, Tyler, what ought to be considered here is that they already have four offensive line commits. They are trending very nicely for a fifth in Eddie Pierre-Louis. So I can see things coming to a certain point, and I love bricks as a player, man. Absolutely love him. I am as high on him as any offensive tackle in America. But I think with the sum of what Oklahoma has accumulated on the offensive line in the 2024 class, there does come a point probably for Bill Biedenboe and this Oklahoma staff at which they say, okay, we're tired of waiting. We're just going to move on ahead. Yeah, I I had that written down today. It says, good spot that your entire class doesn't depend on him. Good class without him, but obviously would be better with him. And and that's not to – I don't think either of us are trying to – Soften the blow here. You know what I mean? Like, I think OU, and you would probably agree, definitely has a chance still here at Grant Bricks. The point is, now with Auk and Kumi committed, feels like EPL is going to commit sometime soon, maybe even this month. This is still a good recruiting class with or without Grant Bricks. And you'd love to have him. He'd be the best piece that you have with the offensive line class. But I agree with what you're saying is OU is afforded that opportunity if they want to to say – we're good with our offensive class. We'll move forward here if it becomes too much of a headache. But for Kansas State and Nebraska, we're talking about he might be the best player. He probably would be the best player in both of those recruiting classes. So I, I, I do agree with what you're saying there 100%. Yeah, he's easily the best player that Kansas State would add in their 2024 Hall. Uh, with Nebraska, I mean, it's between him and Carter Nelson out of Ainsworth, Nebraska. Many Sooner fans will remember that name because that was a player that Oklahoma very briefly uh, recruited and was in hot pursuit of. Uh, Ultimately, though, 
I mean, he had offers from Notre Dame, Georgia, Penn State, Alabama, Florida, Oregon. He turned them all down because he's a Nebraska kid through and through. So right now he's the top commit in the Huskers class and probably still would remain that way till signing day. But Bricks offers you something at Nebraska that you have not had in a long, long time, which is a sheer enforcer in the trenches. The Huskers offensive line play, and you got this chance to see it up close and personal last year when the Sooners made the trek up to Lincoln. Woo! Nebraska's offensive line play has been rough. E- yes, it has. Grant Bricks, the number 75 player nationally, according to the 24-7 sports composite rankings. The number five offensive tackle in the country, number one player in the state of Iowa. And I'm just going to go ahead and guess what you're going to see tonight. Six, five and a half, 280 pounds. He's just going to be uh, mauling kids tonight, most likely, is what you're going to see. I don't know if the game's in Logan, Iowa or not, or if you're going somewhere else. But if the game's in Logan, Iowa, that's probably what you're going to witness this evening. Just a little bit of a spoiler alert for you. Yes, I will be in Logan, Iowa. It is a home game. It's senior night. It's their last regular season game of uh, the 2023 campaign. They'll be playing in the Iowa State playoffs, so it's not the last time we're going to get the opportunity to watch Bricks. Heck, I, I may be back up there in a couple weeks, depending on how this all shakes out, because Oklahoma is going to be up in Lawrence to play Kansas. and It's not a terribly far drive up to western Iowa from there, but uh, yeah, this will be my first opportunity to watch Bricks on a Friday night in person, and if he looks to the naked eye what he looks like on tape, I imagine I'm going to have a very entertaining evening. <laughs> Probably. Uh, 479, Meyer Chevrolet text line. Let's fill it up today on this four-star Friday and an OAC football Friday as well, both of those things. 405-651-3439. We have the number one player from Minnesota too, right? I think Wyatt Gilmore is the number four player uh, from Minnesota, according to the Rivals rankings. But you do have Okoye committed, number one player in Oklahoma, Akin Kumi, number one player internationally. Boganowski, probably in six days, number one player in Kansas. David Stone, the number two player in Florida. And yeah, if you were to get Grant Bricks, that's the number one player in Iowa uh, as well. Mongo says, words of wisdom for Grant Bricks from recent OU commit Daniel Akin Kumi. Quote, why waste time? There's your recruiting pitch for <laughs> OU. The British accent, why waste time? Just get him to call Grant Who Who, who says no to that recruiting pitch, huh? Oh gosh, that, that's true, man. You just you got somebody needs to go snip that clip off of the interview I did with Akinkumi and make it into a GIF. Yeah, someone on it. Nine one eight is the reason we're not hearing anything from Grant Bricks because he silently committed to someone else. No, I don't think so either. No, he is not silently committed anywhere. Uh, Gunny says, tell Bricks to come get his kicks on Route 66. (laughs) So we've got all of the recruiting pitches going on now. Gunny also says, I'm sure I could get Bricks on a farm if he comes to Norman. It might not be the kind of farm he's used to in Iowa, but we are definitely growing something. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Learn how to grow a different uh, type of crop up there, or down here, I guess. 308 from the state of Nebraska. Any of the OU coaches been out to Iowa to watch uh, Grant Bricks? Uh, to my knowledge, no, not yet this season. And I, there was a thought that maybe Bill Biedenboe would be up there this evening to watch Bricks. He's actually going to be down in Tampa watching Eddie Pierre-Louis. But I, let me put it to you this way. Uh, from what I was told earlier today, it's that Oklahoma is 
that they're not going to send a coach to go watch Bricks because, again, with them on the verge of closing out Eddie Pierre-Louis, Oklahoma is in a very yeah. take-it-or-leave-it type of mentality with Bricks, where if he wants to jump on board, that's great. But at the end of the day, that program and the folks within the Switzer Center feel they have done all they can with Bricks to portray Oklahoma as the best place to take his talents. And if he wants to go somewhere else in the end, they're not going to quibble over it. You know, I'm not saying that it's the case in this situation, but I'm sure like that recruiting tactic at times makes a kid go, oh, well, I I better act on this situation. I, I better get a little bit more serious about these guys if I uh, if I indeed in, do indeed want to commit. Like I'm not saying that that's the that's the situation here with Grant Bricks and OU has this mentality and that's going to change this recruitment. But I, I'm sure that that tactic has uh has worked before, and hopefully uh it, it'll work out this time around. Uh, I I do want to bring this up since you were at least Summit North yesterday. A lot of Grant Bricks talk today. We will talk williams Winery, but there's a couple of national predictions that are rolling in, and I'm just wondering how, if at all... Uh, I know where this is going. Of course you do. Yeah, of course you do. How, um, or, or at all, if it affects williams Winery or not. All of a sudden, man, what was it, two weeks ago, Texas was thought to be the leader for five-star wide receiver Ryan Wingo out of the state of Missouri. Now, no one said that it was completely over, but he took a visit there, what, two, three weeks ago, Felt like Texas was the leader. Well, apparently that has shifted. Um, Clint Cosgrove of Rivals has put in a future cast for Ryan Wingo to Missouri. Wilt Fong has put in a crystal ball for Ryan Wingo to Missouri. So apparently that's changed. Um, Does that impact Williams Winery and his decision whatsoever? Well, here's what you need to consider about the Ryan Wingo recruitment. It is as simple as this. He is going wherever the biggest bag is. And for evidence of this, you don't need to look any further than the arc of Wilt Fong's reporting on this recruitment because Steve is as good as it gets in the business. And he typically does not enter a crystal ball until he's got a pretty good idea that either the recruitment is over or it's only trending one direction. With Ryan Wingo, Wilt Fong's crystal ball has jumped from Tennessee to Georgia to Missouri, to Texas, and back to Missouri. Looks like an auction is what it sounds like. And Wingo himself has said that he is not making a commitment until signing day. So, what is today? October the 14th? The 13th. Today is the 13th of October. We've still got over two months till early signing day. There is plenty of time. Plenty of time for things to change. Bids can so, still come in. This is like an old eBay bid back in the day. You have the highest bid, and then uh, eight seconds before it's over, someone outbids you, and they're they're the winner uh, right there at the deadline. So that's yeah, it's probably it's not a situation on. like we had yesterday where Baylor couldn't get their bag across the ocean fast enough for Daniel Ock and Kunmi. No, it's you got two months left on the clock, and Wingo is going to be hotly pursued by every school in the country that would like to add a guy like that, a player of that caliber. Look, obviously a school like Oklahoma, if it's all about the bag, they're not going to get involved. But trust me, you will see more schools than Missouri and Texas take big swings at Wingo down the stretch. Boy, uh, the the text line is comparing Grant Bricks 
to an OU former softballer, and I've seen two really? of these. Yeah, I've seen. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know where this is going. Not far away from where he lives, actually. Uh, e Freaky from Illinois says Jordy Bricks can stay home. Mark and Blanchard says Bricks will be in the portal in a year or less if he comes to OU. Jordy Ball all over again. Dang. Man. Jordy Ball comparisons to uh, Grant Bricks here. Which, hey, if he makes the impact that Jordy Ball made in his <laughs> first two years, I'll take it, man. Yeah, you get a two-year two-year starter, two-year All-American, and you win a couple national yeah. titles while that kid's on your roster. <laughs> I'll take I, that. I think it's worth the investment. Come on down, commit. You can leave after two years if you're anything close to what Jordy Ball was when she was here. Man. All right, 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We'll get with Parker about Kamori Moore, yes, Williams Winery, and a whole lot more when it comes to OU football recruiting. Right here on The Ref, we are the home of Sooner fans. This is The Ref Sports Radio Network. Jeff Lister here with Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Have you been looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? We are constantly receiving new inventory and have a wide selection of Silverados and SUVs. At Knippelmeyer, we still do business the same way we have for 63 years. So, if we don't have the exact model you're looking for, we'll order it for you, and when it gets here, that's the price you pay. Come see us in Blanchard. Give us a call at 405-485-3333 or check us out on the web at knippelmeyer.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. Coach Stoops here for Van Hoos Fence. If you want to work with the best local fence company and get championship service, contact my friend Mark and the Van Hoos Fence team. Van Hoos Fence gives each customer the most professional craftsmanship and competitive pricing in Oklahoma. From wood to chain link to vinyl to metal fences, the Van Hoos Fence team does it all. Contact the Fencing All-Americans at Van Hoos Fence, 405-735-1167 or vhfence.com. Did the recent storms damage your home and roof? Call All-American Roofing today. All-American Roofing has been repairing and replacing roofs for over 40 years and is a second-generation locally-owned roofing company. They are also a Google-guaranteed contractor and offer free inspections. Our roofers are GAF Master Elite contractors with a BBB A-plus rating. Call All-American Roofing today at 405-787-0400. All-American Roofing, the best roofing company in Oklahoma. 405-787-0400. Life is yours to spend. Spend it making more money. Spend it making more memories. Spend it learning a new skill. Spend it teaching an old trick. Spend it career climbing. Spend it mountain climbing. First United Bank. Spend life wisely. Hundreds of Oklahoma teenagers have no family, few options, and often nowhere to turn. But older kids need foster and adoptive families too. The Oklahoma Department of Human Services has hundreds of teenagers waiting, hoping that you'll decide to make a difference in their life. Call the Oklahoma Department of Human Services and become a foster or adoptive parent. You will forever change a child's life and your own. You've made a big difference in my life. Thank you. Hey guys, TJ here for my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits. Football season is in full swing, and when you need a great selection of your favorite beer, wine, or liquor, do what I do and go see Kathy and her staff. They have tons of specials, like this month. 
Fireball, Bacardi Rum, Black Box Wines, and more. Joe's is open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. and noon to 5 p.m. on Sunday, right here in Norman, 1330 East Alameda, or visit Joe's Wines on Facebook for all their monthly specials. I had an important job, and it wasn't just a job. It was keeping my brothers and sisters safe. And coming back, it felt like kind of thrown away. If it hadn't been for Wounded Warrior Project, I honestly don't know if I would be here. It was like, I got my family back again. We all felt the connection, like that brother and sisterhood. See how Wounded Warrior Project empowers women veterans like Donna by visiting woundedwarriorproject.org slash empowerwomenvets. Get your house ready for game day inside and out with new decorative lighting. The trusted experts at Wade Electric can add indoor accent lighting in your theater room or some color-changing cafe lighting on the patio. Find that wow factor for your game day get-togethers by calling Wade Electric today. Family owned and operated for 50 years. You can trust their professionals with troubleshooting, installations, repairs, and more. Call Wade Electric at 405-329-1940 to get ready for your next big event. It's an OEC Football Friday, locked in with McComas and Thune, live on the ref. We are the home of Sooner fans. Tyler McComas, Parker Thune, and of course the ref army as well, listening nationwide. Jamaica Plain, Massachusetts showed up on the app map today. I've never heard of Jamaica Plain, Massachusetts. I'm just going to go ahead and guess it's a real place there. It popped up on the app map, but uh, fascinating nonetheless. Uh, Elgin, Illinois is tuned in. Kent, Washington, Colorado Springs, Colorado, Charlotte, North Carolina, Phoenix, Arizona, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky, and I may need a check on our small town of the day, Ponca City, Oklahoma, uh, our small town of the day today. Can you check the threshold? On verifying that one, as we speak. Okay. Well, uh, Verifying as we speak. While you're verifying, I will tell you that the Ref Army Locator brought to you by Affordable Door Company. They do residential garage doors, commercial garage doors, service and repair, and garage door openers as well. Affordable Door Company, 405-635-9499. It's 405-635-9499. What'd you find? I, I regret to inform you that your Oklahoma small town of the day is canceled. Mm, well, looks like we're going to have to go to the text line instead for our small town of the day. We'll go about it that way. 405-651-3439. Uh, hear anything interesting from 2025 commits Kamori Moore yesterday? Uh, I, I will say this much, and I was only out there at practice. They were just doing a walkthrough, so really didn't get to see him in action. But in talking to some folks around the Lee Summit North program, uh, the work that Kamari Moore has done as a junior, anchoring the interior of that Lee Summit North 9, or line, excuse me, has really opened some eyes. Now, he is not especially tall, maybe six feet, maybe. But he is an absolute tank on the interior, light on his feet, very quick, very dexterous, and pretty much immovable. The Sooners got a really, really good one in Kamari Moore, and he's been producing like it thus far as a junior. Who's going to be the the David Stone that we're talking about of this year's class, the the DJ Hicks of this class? Is it Kamari Big Baby Moore, or is it somebody else in the 2025 class that we're going to be talking about a lot for the uh, D-line next year? Ooh, that's a good question. 
I I would say, let me give you the name of a recent Missouri decommit, and that would be 2025 four-star defensive lineman Juju Marks from up in Lenexa, Kansas. That is a guy that's got a very strong relationship with the OU staff, already a national top 150 player. I think his stock is still rising. And with him back on the market after being committed to Missouri for just a couple of weeks, uh, Oklahoma is one school that will be heavily in the mix for his services. Yeah, so we'll uh... – I'm sure we'll have drama on the defensive line. How how could we not have drama on the defensive line next year? It'll just be uh, interesting to to see where it comes from. Anything with um, anything with Isaiah Mosey? I, I mean that I, I would guess they're going to continue to leave a spot open for him at wide receiver in 2025. I recently read something. I think it was two three weeks ago. Maybe it was on Rivals that well. Yeah, his dad played there. His teammates, uh, at least one of them, going to play there. But just don't call OU a slam dunk here. Is OU still the favorite for Isaiah Mosey? And who else is in the mix for the 2025 uh, wide receiver? Yes, OU is still the favorite. The only other school that I consider right now to be truly in the mix is Oregon. Mosey is kind of – and what you need to understand about the interest in Oregon is that his relationship with Dan Lanning – goes back to when Mosey was literally a toddler. So uh, that relationship is very deep-seated. Oregon is obviously undefeated, playing good ball right now. That's kept them in the mix. But end of the day, man, that's just such a pro-OU family that it truly would be shocking if he went anywhere but Oklahoma. Now, I'm not I, again, is it a slam dunk? No. I think Oregon is legitimately in the mix. But I do not buy Tennessee or Georgia or Missouri or any of the other schools that have thrown their hat in the ring as legit contenders to OU and Oregon. Well, and Dan Lanning's from North Kansas City, or at least he was yes. born there. So he's got uh, he's familiar with the area, so I'm sure that, that helps out as well. But, yeah, like when you've got teammates going to OU um, and your dad played on a championship team there and they're leaving a spot open for you at wide receiver with what Emmett Jones has already shown that he can accomplish – Oh, I, I would imagine that OU is going to be very, very, very tough to beat in that recruitment. Anything to note at all with uh, williams Winery after yesterday? Anything at all? Was he wearing OU cleats or OU gloves he, he out there at practice? He was not wearing OU cleats. He was not wearing OU gloves. None of the above. I did get the chance to talk to him for 15, maybe 20 minutes after practice concluded. And look, OU has not backed down. They have not backed off at all in their pursuit of Winery. In fact, he told me, yeah, I was just on the phone with Todd Bates yesterday. So uh, if you're an OU fan, what is useful for you to know right now is that, A, the Sooners are still pushing. They're trying to get him in on a visit. Winery himself said he'd be open to visiting on a game day. Hmm. He said, "He said, look, I understand. he basically said, I'm paraphrasing, but he said, I I know that the optics of being at Oklahoma for a game day are going to create a firestorm. That's fine. No one will even talk about it, Williams. <laughs> It'll be good, man. Just come on down. Yeah, but he said, yeah, I'm not really talking to any other staffs right now. It's just Mizzou and it's just Oklahoma. Oh, so Georgia's out of the out of the picture then. They're not in this thing. Again, I, I, I never subscribed to the notion that Georgia was number two in the first place. Hmm. So o- OU Missouri, only two two schools that he's talking to right now. No, no, no Georgia at all. All right. Well, I that should make you. Well, it, what it sounds like is if he flips, it's it's going to be OU. Like the Georgia, 
yes. problem situation is not it, it no longer exists. So if you're looking for a positive over the course of the past what it's been around two months since he committed to Missouri, you've at least eliminated one other team in the race. And I know that you say that you don't think that they were legitimately the number two team, but based off what he said, you've at least eliminated one other team. So all right, that's not that's not all bad. OU gloves, OU cleats. And Georgia's maybe been eliminated, or at least he's not talking to them. Yeah, well, and I, look, if if he were to officially decommit from Missouri at some point, then obviously every school that has ever had any relationship with the kid is reaching back out. But I, 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 I also think it must be noted that Missouri is winning right now. They are five and one. They are playing pretty good football. And so, uh, is it? Uh, is it as easy to project that he will decommit as it might have been before the season when we were talking about Missouri being a 5-7 and seven type of football team? No. Now, you look at their schedule the rest of the way, it's going to be hard for them to maintain their current level of play and their uh, production in the win-loss column, as it were. But Missouri, at the very least, is doing things to validate his decision. Yeah, even sure. at, Regardless of whether they're sustainable or not, they're a better football team in 2023 than we expected them to be. Scary Gary says, can you believe Williams when Airy wants to go to a school that dodged Kansas? Do you guys remember when Missouri dodged Kansas in the bowl game last year? If for some reason we match up with USC, do you think they would dodge us? Um, I don't think USC would dodge OU. Their head coach and quarterback just wouldn't be there for the game. Head coach would be in the NFL already somewhere, and the quarterback already getting prepared for the NFL draft. Kind of kidding, but not really kidding on that one. Like, if OU and USC were to play in a game that's a non-playoff, I I wouldn't be shocked if uh, Caleb Williams were to say, yeah, I'm opting out of this, getting ready for the NFL draft. That wouldn't shock me too much. (laughs) Uh, It it would shock me. I don't think Caleb would opt out of that game. I think the competitor in him would would want to play. But Mule Shoe, that's an entirely different conversation. Yeah, he'd already uh, have his uh, Chargers, uh, Chargers visor on and his Chargers uh, polo on if, uh, if that was the case. So, yeah, okay, well, that's what's going on in uh, Lee Summit North. And obviously we'll see what, ha- what happens with Grant Bricks. And we'll be watching uh, next week. It's Michael Boganowski week, essentially. He'll be committing uh, next Thursday and this is starting to feel a lot like when we talked about Daniel Locke and Kumi for a week, week and a half, two weeks up to his announcement, it's really gotten into that territory, Parker, where, well, we're six days out, but maybe this thing has already been done for for at least for a few days. That's kind of where it seems like it's at now with Boganowski. Yeah, and that's that's a fair perspective to have because, I mean, look, I, I have had a prediction in for Boganowski to Oklahoma since May, really ever since the spring game. That was where Oklahoma solidified themselves as the team that officially had taken the inside track away from Kansas State. So I I don't believe there's been a point over the last five months or so uh, going on six where Oklahoma hasn't led. The margin has been razor thin at times, but yeah, with the decision forthcoming on the 19th of October, it's real easy to like where Oklahoma stands and real tough, especially with all these predictions flying in to believe that he goes anywhere but OU. By the way, uh, we got a ton of submissions for our small town of the day. I'm going with Wyandots, Oklahoma. Uh, we got Blue Jacket, uh, Wellston, 
I guess Wellston's the home of SEC snob. That was tough to turn down. Hennessy, Marlowe, uh, all, all sorts of play. Pink, Oklahoma, Hera, Dewey, Minko, Glenpool, Peoria, Bokchito, Mountain View, Lost City. Uh, Gunny wants Porter on there, but uh, let's go with Wyandotte as our uh, small Oklahoma town of the day. And another favor to ask from you, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, since we're talking about OU's chances with williams Winery, since we're talking about OU's chances with Grant Bricks, if you could hand out a loss, you get a giant L, you can hand out a <laughs> loss to anyone in college football this weekend while we're all sitting around watching college football, whose L would you throw out to what school to uh, because you think it uh, has the, the most impact for OU football recruiting in the 2024 class. Maybe you hate USC so much, you just throw an L their way. I wouldn't blame you, but let us know on the text line, 405-651-3439. More OU Cruton, more OU football next, right here on The Ref. This is The Ref Sports Radio Network. This fall, Riverwind is the best place to play. And the best music and food truck festival around, Beats and Bites. Come sing along to the Gym Blossoms with Tonic and enjoy your favorite food trucks on October 22nd. Get your tickets online or at the box office for only $10. Riverwind, the Metro's best casino experience. The word is spreading and the ref army is growing. All right, men, you heard it. Let's move, move, move. Find your Sooner coverage fix with the home of Sooner fans on your favorite social media platform for questions of the day, upcoming show interviews, show highlights, and more. Oh, look at that, an alert. I'm probably trending already. Search for KREF Sports on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep up with the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Would you like to play a more active role in your health? At Hightower Clinical, we believe all Oklahomans should have access to new potential treatment options through clinical trial participation. Our team wants to support you with the best care possible through clinical trials. No health insurance is required. Compensation is available for eligible study participants, and study care is provided at no cost. Having the chance to go through a trial and find out if something works for them and makes their life easier, I would recommend them do it. To learn more, scan this QR code and visit our website. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. As Oklahoma's largest diamond importer, we know that diamonds are often the center of your celebrations, engagement, and anniversaries, of course. But there are many more occasions worthy of a diamond, like a promotion or a milestone birthday. It would be our honor to choose a diamond for a necklace or ring or a perfectly matched set of diamond earrings while we're in the diamond rooms of Antwerp, Belgium. Order yours before October 24th, and you could be our 70th Antwerp diamond winner. Mitchell's Jewelry in the heart of Norman at 2201 West Main Street. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba, please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Back then, we'd spend nights in front of the boob tube. We'd take our same seats, smoke cigarettes, and watch until the station played. We all smoked in those days. If that was you then, get your lungs screened now. 
Surviving lung cancer starts with a scan. Learn more at ScreenYourLungs.org. This PSA was made possible by industry funding and guidance from lung cancer patient groups. Do you work with lead or use it in your hobby? You might if you work in construction, handle firearms, weld, or work with scrap metal. You could be putting yourself and your family at risk for lead poisoning. Don't take lead home. For more information, contact the Oklahoma Lead Poisoning Prevention Program at one 800 766-2223 or visit our website at ok.gov health and search childhood lead Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. <laughs> a heads up before something bad happens. You should not send that text. Uh-oh. Life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes, you can reverse pre-diabetes and prevent or delay type 2 diabetes. To learn your risk, take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Locked in with McComas and Thune, live on the ref. We are the home of Sooner fans on this OEC Football Friday. Man, we're getting close to the halfway mark of October. K-Ref Recruiter of the Month, Biedenboe, is the leader right now with Daniel Akinkumi committed. Feels like Michael Boganowski is going to commit next week. Could Eddie Pierre-Louis commit by the end of the month? What do the odds say right now that Bill Biedenboe is the leader in the clubhouse, the odds-on favorite for K-Ref Recruiter of the Month for October? I would say those odds are pretty good. Like, Brandon Hall is going to, like, if and when Michael Boganowski commits to Oklahoma, Brandon Hall is going to have a pretty strong case in his own right. And who knows what could pop in 2025 between now and the end of the Well, that's but true. But obviously with Bricks and EPL both kind of on indefinite timelines, but kind of the expectation with both of those two to varying extents is that it's not going to last too much longer. Yeah, the safe money right now for KRF Recruiter of the Month is certainly on Bill Biedenboe, which would mark his first such distinction. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. Maybe Brandon Hall will be KRF Recruiter of the Month and Biedenboe will be KRF International Recruiter of the Month. Because Biedenboe's going to win KREF International Recruiter of the Year. He's got an overwhelming lead on that one, and I don't see anyone uh, making up ground for it. But, uh, no, I I would agree. Bill Biedenboe, probably our Recruiter of the Month for October. Uh, Before we get to the text line, a couple of uh, little intel drops on 2025 commits. First, Jonah Williams, the five-star safety out of Galveston, Texas. The number 11 player nationally in 2025, according to Rivals. It says OU Texas, Ohio State, Oregon, and Tennessee are some other schools to watch, but the word is that Williams' family would love to be be able to drive to his games, and that means Texas A&M could have a geographical advantage. The 2025 five-star safety, who could end up as a linebacker, visited College Station for the Alabama game, and the message from the coaches was that he's a top priority if he commits, quote, they'd make it my permanent home, end quote. Anything else there to note on Jonah Williams, the five-star safety? I mean, look, five-star at a position where there aren't a ton of five-stars and also a kid that's in reasonable proximity to A&M, sure, you know that A&M is going to be a contender, especially because A&M is going to be willing and able to pay for a player 
like Jonah Williams. But, uh, well, and kind of like I said, I was saying yesterday, uh, I think it was on a Twitter space with uh, several dozen Sooner fans. I was like, look, with that kid, it's way too early in the race to start to, or to even try and peg a clear leader. It's going to be a dogfight on into the spring and summer at the very least for Williams. But uh, with a and I don't know, man. Like, I, On the one hand, you always have to be worried about Texas A&M when you have a local kid that's that good. But on the other hand, that staff is full of scumbags, and yes. they aren't winning, at least not Big on the Big game for Jimbo level. on Saturday, so, man, because they win. It, it's, uh, it's October again when he's eliminated from the playoff race, so maybe even well, the SEC West race. And you just have to wonder, like, if A&M has another 8-5 and five type of football season this year, how sustainable is that program's ability to recruit on a top-shelf level? Because at what point do recruits start looking at the plateau, if you will? I call it the Polini plateau. And at what point do they start to evaluate what Texas A&M has going and look at it and say, well, okay, clearly if I want to compete for championships, A&M isn't the place to go under that staff. Yeah, that will be uh, presented quite a bit by other staffs, including uh, Oklahoma, I'm sure, if uh, they continue to have a big-time year. Uh, also, Michael Fasusi, four-star offensive tackle out of Louisville, Texas, twenty, the number 24 player nationally in the 25 class. It says, even though Oklahoma beat Texas in the Red River rivalry, the outcome of one, one game won't have a major difference when it's time for the 2025 high four-star offensive tackle to decide the Sooners and Longhorns continue to battle it out for the Louisville, Texas standout with Oregon and Ohio State as the only other major competitors for now. So this is this one's shaping up to be a classic OU-Texas battle for someone who might be a five-star in the 25 cycle on the O-line. Yeah, I actually talked to Vasusi last night, as a matter of fact, and, and that is definitely the case. This is a Red River showdown on the recruiting trail, and he does want to take some more visits and with a player of that caliber, especially once NIL starts getting involved, you can have new contenders emerge from all over. But Fasusi doesn't seem like the type of kid, at least from my interactions with him, who's going to let his recruitment be dictated by NIL. I don't know what his family dynamic is like and whether there might be figures in the recruitment that uh, compel him to consider NIL more substantially. But right now, OU and Texas are easily the two schools that have positioned themselves the best. Uh, okay, back to the text line, and uh, if you could hand out an auto- automatic L for someone just because you hate them or you think it helps out OU football and recruiting, Jesse G says USC, just straight to the point there. Okay. Let, let the hate fuel you. 405 says misery. Uh, S. Rob uh, Booman says it's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas for Boganowski. Mm, yeah, I think it could be. 405, hoping A&M takes an L against Tennessee. Sooner finish in Raleigh, says Missouri. Blue says USC, hands down. Uh, Large Williams says A&M is always a good answer to that question. I would love to retweet that text if I could. Lesson Hayes, Kansas says Ohio State or Michigan. Neither will happen this week, so USC. 918, I want Texas to take an L on a bye week. 918 says, hell, Missouri by a mile, followed by USC just because. So we're getting a lot of Missouri, a lot of Texas A&M, and a lot of USC on here. I, I didn't get to all of the texts because there's so many 
that does not surprise me that that's the top three. But I think it's split uh, split pretty evenly across the board. Uh, yeah, and again, whoever said Ohio State or Michigan, but that won't happen. You get to like, you get to say it'll happen. You get to pay. You get to pick what the L's for the loss. Like yeah, you you get to give them the L. So doesn't matter how plausible it is. You get to say this team loses this weekend as drastic and as dramatic of an upset as it might be. You get to say they lose. I will say this, man. Um, it, it's, it doesn't feel like – well, I, I think that Oregon and Washington is going to be an unbelievable game. But it seems to be a down slate this weekend compared to others that we've had so far this season. And I remember that being the case – what was it, week three where everyone felt like it was just a ho-hum slate – and it feels like when there's not a whole lot of great games nationally, um, especially with the teams at the top, some crazy things might happen. And that was week three. And you'll remember, Florida State barely beat Boston College. They barely escaped. K-State got upset by Mizzou. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. You had uh, Georgia was down like 14-0 to South Carolina. Alabama barely pulled away from South Florida. Oklahoma State got beat by South Alabama. Well, maybe that one wasn't too much of an upset. Florida curb stomped Tennessee in the swamp. So sometimes, man, sometimes these weekly slates, Parker, that just look ho-hum, some crazy things tend to happen from time to time. So hopefully that's the case tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, if especially in the race for Winnery right now, I, th- I, I don't know if there is a team nationally as an Oklahoma football fan that you ought to be rooting against, I suppose, rooting for them to lose, quite like Missouri. Because as long as Missouri is winning, it at the very least justifies Winnery's decision. But if the Tigers straight up trip over their own shoelaces down the stretch and stumble to a 6-6, six 7-5 and six, seven and five type of finish, yeah, I, I imagine the sentiment, especially at the end of the year, and with that ha- have been like, seven of eight losses or something along those lines at that point the sentiment surrounding Missouri football will be much different and Eli Drinkwitz is probably right back on the hot seat especially if you were all off in a 11 and 1 12 and 0 win the conference and you're in the playoff like that might not make the decision for Williams Winery but it makes the decision maybe even a little bit tougher for him if if Missouri has a tough year they fumble down the stretch and OU continues to play elite defense and win games moving forward so You've, uh, I, I think you put your best foot forward defensively so far this year with commits that you're trying to flip and other prospects you're trying to close on. And if you continue to win down the stretch, uh, even more so, even more so, even for someone like Williams Winery. Uh, okay, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. We'll get to those. More OU football next right here on The Ref. This is The Ref Sports Radio Network. Nate Barkonsi, the Be Funny Tour. I mean, Chuck E. Cheese is rough. I don't know if you've been there in a while. They look like they're trying to go to business and they can't. All new material. They filed for bankruptcy and they're still open. They call Blockbuster and they're like, how do you get out? We want out. Nate Barkonsi, Sunday, October 22nd, Paycom Center. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Produced by Outback Presents. Nate Barkonsi, the Be Funny Tour. 
GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Have you or someone you know suffered a loss to your home or business from the recent storms? Before you accept a settlement, call Brown O'Haver at 405-735-5510. Brown O'Haver is a local-based company helping Oklahomans with claims since 1988 with preparation and expert analysis detailing your loss and insurance settlement. As your trusted consultant, Brown O'Haver can give you peace of mind and make sure you're getting what's yours. Call Brown O'Haver today, 405-735-5510, and make sure they're working for you. As we age, cataract surgery is often an inevitable step. And it's not just about restoring your sight, it's about upgrading your quality of life. So when it's time for cataract surgery, you have one big decision that can affect your vision for the rest of your life. The choice between a standard lens, which often requires you to rely on glasses for reading, or a premium lens. Consider Panoptics, Vivity, or a light adjustable lens, the leading choices that can provide crystal clear vision and freedom from glasses. If you want to see far and you want to see near, you have to come here to the Advanced Laser and Cataract Center. Hey Norman, it's Monica Pears from Valiance Bank, one of your few locally owned banks in town. We stand by our local businesses making dreams a reality. Whether you're scaling up operations, starting fresh, or managing your personal finances, Valiance Bank offers tailored solutions to fit your unique needs. We're committed to making your banking experience exceptional. Come see us here in Norman or visit us at valiance.bank to get banking solutions that suit your needs. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of information technology solutions in small and medium-sized organizations. Is your business looking to get more from technology? If so, let RK Black help design a technology platform or cloud solution that propels your business forward. RK Black has helped numerous organizations have better mobility and more efficiencies through technology. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Sidelined by injury, illness, or surgery? Valor Physical Therapy can help. At Valor PT, our skilled therapists create a rehabilitation program individualized for you with education and encouragement each step of the way. Whether it's sports or the activities of life, let Valor get you back in the game. Start now at ValorPT.com or call 405-265-6449. No referral needed. Mention the ref and get a free t-shirt at your first appointment. My son Ian was diagnosed with a brain tumor at the age of 16 months. We had no hope until St. Jude rescued us. He's alive because of what St. Jude has done. He's here because of the doctors who came before, their blood, their sweat, their tears, the knowledge accumulated and shared you know, with everyone else around the world. This is how we help kids beat cancer all over. 
Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Win the most three times a week during Apache Casino Hotel slot tournament days. 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Rewards members receive one free session in our slot tournament. Want another round in the tournament? Earn 200 slot points daily each tournament day to play an extra tournament session. Apache Casino Hotel, where you win the most. Dorsey Jones, Buick GMC in El Reno, bringing you the sour of Locked In. Dorsey Jones is family-owned and operated. They sell Buicks and GMCs, which are some of the best trucks and SUVs on the road. And they also have half-price oil changes on Saturday. Go see them. Dorsey Jones, Buick GMC in El Reno. Miguel Chavis has officially revealed his location about 10 minutes ago. Old Chave on uh, social media says, In Sugarland, Texas tonight, seeing a dude. Good luck to Coach Black and the Fort Bend Christian Academy football team and family. Go Eagles. Boomer. So the staff is out and about on this Friday night. Uh, Coach Chave down there in uh, Sugarland, Texas. He'll be making his yeah, way around. Yeah, so he's down there to see four-star 2025 edge rusher Max Granville who is a guy that is very high on Oklahoma early in the process. Chavis already building some real strong relationships with guys in the 2025 class. Obviously, Alex Shield Knight up at Wagner, Oklahoma, a guy I really, really, really like. Uh, Jaden Woods from up in Mill Valley, Kansas. I'll be out to see him next week. He's a kid that's very high on Oklahoma thus far. And then Granville is another guy that has emerged as a top target, and there is a ton of mutual interest there between him and Oklahoma. Uh, Big Rich and OKC on the text line. Hey, just throwing this out there to you guys. If Williams uh, really wants Missouri, uh, Missouri over the powerhouse OU, then does that say something about the kid or about his competitiveness? Well, it probably says more about the bag than anything is what I would guess. Okay, hang on. Say this again? Basically saying if Williams really does pick Missouri over powerhouse OU, does that say something about the kid or about his competitiveness? I, no, yes, Tyler, you're spot on. It says a lot about the back. And I, I think what Oklahoma and some other folks that are around Lee Summit North that think Oklahoma is a better fit for williams Winery, what they're trying to hammer home is that, hey, none of that money is guaranteed. They can tell you, okay, you're going to make this and this and this and this. They don't have to guarantee any of it. Uh, nine one. Let me let me see. Okay, take KW the nine one eight. I'm so tired of eleven a.m. kickoffs that I wish every Saturday, uh, the, every team would take a knee the entire first quarter so the TV networks would take an L. That affects OU more than any other school does. <laughs> I don't hate that KW the nine one eight. They can do that tomorrow since OU doesn't play. But if they did that last Saturday, we would have been robbed of the. Probably the, the most crazy start to a game that I've ever seen. That first six minutes last week was it, – it, it lasted three hours, I'm convinced of it, but it was insane. Yeah, that was something. I, it, it, did, it did, and I didn't really realize it until I looked up at the scoreboard and I was like, oh, it's only been five minutes of this football game. Yes. It did feel like it lasted an eternity. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I, it did last an eternity. Second quarter, third quarter, um, a lot faster. But then in the fourth quarter, um, once we got towards the end, yeah, it it, it took forever uh, as, again. 2024 class rankings. This is according to Rivals. Now, OU has the number seven class on 24-7. They've got the number six class right now on Rivals. you got Ohio State with the number one class. You've got Georgia at two. You've got Florida at three. There's A&M at four. Notre Dame at five. OU at six. Florida State at seven. Alabama at eight. Oregon at nine. And Tennessee at ten. Texas is back at 14. Uh, USC back outside the top 25. They are at 28. How about a percentage chance? OU sits at number six right now with what we think is going to happen throughout the remainder of this class. Percentage chance that OU ends up with the top five class since they're just outside of it right now. Is it over 50%? I would say it's over 50%. I expect Oklahoma to have a top five class. And is it a certainty? No, but especially once you add guys like Boganowski. I mean, Eddie Pierre-Louis, if you land him, that's going to be a huge boost to this team's overall recruiting rankings, at least on Rivals, because that's the number 26 overall player in the country. So, uh, yeah, you're going to see a pretty substantial jump after you add Eddie Pierre-Louis. Yeah. Um, Rivals really, 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 really like some uh, Eddie Pierre-Louis, so that's going to bolster your class quite a bit. I still think Texas is going to be okay, and I don't think that they're completely out of it by any stretch for Ryan Wingo, but there is a – I would tend to think there's a very good chance that OU ends up with a higher-ranked class than Texas at this point. Now, Ryan Wingo could change that, obviously, him being a five-star, but at least on rivals, and if they keep um, Eddie Pierre-Louis ranked that high inside the top 50, then, yeah, man, I I think there's a very good chance OU ends up with a higher-ranked class. Yeah, well, don't forget, though, Texas does have some big targets. Kobe Black still out there. Kobe Black, yeah. Yeah. Which I think they still feel pretty good about Kobe Black, the – five-star corner out of uh, Waco. but As they should. USC, on the other hand, they uh, they better get cooking, man. Outside the top 25 right now, and uh, I'm sure they'll end up with the top 25 class by the time it's uh, all said and done, but, whoo boy, in October, mid-October, and you're just inside the top 30, not, uh, not the best look for that staff, I can tell you that much. All right, man, enjoy watching uh, Grant Bricks tonight there in Logan, Iowa. We'll talk about that on Monday. More from the Lee Summit North kids. It is locked in with McComas and Thune. The Rush coming up next right here on The Ref. Nobody covers college football better. The Rush, right here on the Ref Sports Radio Network. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Hello. This is a prepaid call from Nephew, it's me again. An inmate at the county correctional facility. To accept this call, press 1 now. Oh, great. What now? Okay, what's up? Well, I don't want to really... 